With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Prior to that, he was a regular guest house, house astrologer 
for the popular Joel Martin show on WBAB in Babylon, New York, during the late 70s through the mid-1980s. Bill has been a guest on numerous radio and television programs throughout his career. He is sorely missed by his friends and family, and those survived by his son Ian and mother Marie. I wrote this uh, this uh, tribute to him um, back in uh, April of, of, I believe it was April 6th, and, uh, 2007, and um, he's going to be joining us tonight uh, through Maria and myself, and we'll be talking to him. And, and also, and we also George. our good friend George Dixon will be joining us as well. Now, George Dixon, for the folks who don't know, was a regular with us on Friday night radio for how many years was that, Leo? Oh, since 2007. So he's gone with us for five years. Five years. Every oh. Hello, Maya. Hi, Lila. How are you? Oh, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. I'm uh, I'm excited about tonight's show. This, oh, uh, good. As as you know, uh, we have friends who have crossed over. Really great friends of ours, and uh, and tonight. Uh, we were thinking, or I was thinking and preparing, perhaps that we can have these guests visit us this evening and perhaps uh, talk to us from the dimension of where they are in the spirit world. And I know how Billy uh, loved uh, joking with you and how George's laugh still dances in my head. And I've been getting all these signals all week that uh, they're ready to be guests on our show tonight. What do you think about that? I, I think it's terrific. I mean, George loved being on radio, and so did Bill. Yeah. And um, it's nice to just continue right where we left off. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, Billy, like like I, we, we, we spoke about this before, Maria and I, and it was funny because uh, Billy, Billy is was... Uh, determined that we should have a program with him, you know, and, and feature him, and of course George as well. And and I said, well, okay. And since since Billy has been talking to me since the, you know the first time I met him, and uh, <laughs> and he's been on my program since 2003, and he introduced me to Maria and to George. That's and, right. And uh, since then we, we've been the best of friends. And George passed away two years ago. And uh, he still communicates with me, uh, you know, on a regular basis. I think as what's well, wonderful uh, is that... And, and, uh, I wanted, and I wanted to say that, that I, thank, I thank Maria, because if it weren't for Maria, I wouldn't believe that they were still talking to me, constantly <laughs> as they were. But she, but she convinced me that they were and that they contact her as well. Go ahead, Maria. I just wanted to add that it just proves that friendship can transcend any boundaries. It's a wonderful thing, don't you think, Maria? I, it's it's love, it's friendship, and more often than not, we've probably crossed paths before in previous lifetimes. What we're dealing with in a friendship such as ours that goes beyond our physical dimension, one needs to realize that an individual does not require a physical body to manifest very close to us. And so many people without their vision... Uh, have doubts about uh, the head, the life after and things like this. But I'm convinced 
that we all had a lifetime together in the past because it just folded so nicely together. And to have such great knowledge, spirit knowledge from the other side, is uh, it's really a blessing for, for me to have this opportunity to share with uh, Lila and, and Leo and George and, uh, and Billy. Now, I don't have any expectations of what's going to occur because I never know. It's not preset in my mind. It's not my mind's idea of what I think it's going to be. Uh, I'm working with presenting that which is shown to me. And Leo, I understand we spoke earlier that you wrote a beautiful uh, letter after uh, our friend Billy uh, passed away. Uh, would it be too much if I asked you to share that with the audience tonight? Thank you very much. I, I, I would do that. Um, I was I was going to um, uh, do that actually. Um, so just wait for Mary. I have. Um, you have to find it. Yeah, I, I thought I actually had it, but um, I, I don't know. oh, <laughs> I was setting you up there, kid. <laughs> All right, that's so. okay. It can always be done at another time, but you had told me about this and you read this letter to me and it was uh, uh, truly maybe weeks or maybe even months after Billy passed away. It could have even been days. I don't I don't really recall, but I remember it, uh, it, it sparked uh, a, a great love for the knowledge that our loved ones and our friendships, as Lila said, uh, are always available to us, and we need not fear their their presence. Yeah, no, it, uh, yeah, it was a, a reference letter for a friend, and I. Uh, that, that yes, that's the name. Okay. No, I, I just went to my website. I, I thought I had it up, but for some reason it didn't. Uh, here it is. Didn't do. So I'm going. I'm going to go to it because it's. Uh, I wrote it uh, a couple of days after uh, Bill, uh, after his uh, funeral, and uh, you know, it, it, Billy was in constant communication with me shortly after he died, uh, psychically. I, I had so many, um, um, what can I say? Uh, uh, Experiences, sense. With him, I mean, even on my telephone, uh, you know, there, I got a call that from B. Marshall. I mean, it was so bizarre, you know. And uh, of course, there was nobody there, but but it spelled out B. Marshall, you know, on the phone. And it was like, and and, and he was constantly trying to con communicate with me after he passed away. And He's I, still I, playing his jokes. <laughs> you know, spirit, spirit will do that. They don't lose their personality when they cross over. And Billy was always delightful with uh, his laughter and. Uh, his playfulness, I think I want to say, aside from his very accurate readings in his uh, astrology, uh, I, I know Lila and Billy had a great time together, and, and so did uh, George. She would uh, put George right back on track, <laughs> Lila, <laughs> because you can go off on so many wonderful experiences that sometimes we lose track of the things we really want to say because it's so infinite. There's just so much in this fundamental existence and the teaching of life and the, the, the knowing of what occurs after one crosses over to the other side. So I, I, I believe uh, that uh, people may be anxious to know 
how uh, our loved ones communicate. And I, I'm anxious to hear from uh, Billy and George. I've been getting messages uh, all day. I, I spoke to you, Leo, a little earlier this evening. And I woke up 3 o'clock in the morning last night, and I had these blue lights dancing all around. And I, I knew it was Billy, and I knew it was George preparing. I think they're waiting for this experience to be back on the show. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think they ever left the show, if I may say that. And, in fact, uh, that's exactly what uh, George is uh, is communicating to me now. And uh, <laughs> he's got his glasses down to the bottom of his nose, He's got his eyes looking up, and he's pointing to you, Leo. He's saying, ask the question. I don't know what question he's talking about. Do you have a question for uh, for George? No, no, uh, not at this moment. Yeah, uh, I, did I? yeah you, were, you wanted, earlier in, in the evening, you said you wanted them to give us some information oh, yeah. as to yeah. what it's like where they are. Well, I, I wanted to. It, there, there were there were several, and, and Maria, you had some some really low uh, questions, but I wanted to ask George tonight um, because um, you know he has so many fans from this this program. But I wanted to ask George tonight that if he uh, well, what was it? If he could describe the trans transitional state from life to death. And, and, and then passing over, and then and then uh, becoming um, um, all right. He's saying right now that uh, in spirit he's formless. Right. And right. what he means by formless, all right. He doesn't want me to say what he means. He wants me to just say what he's saying. You know, George, and. Uh, they don't lose, okay, he says he's still individualized, and uh, it's like swimming uh, through the air, and oh. there's no uh, suffering in, uh, in outside of a physical form. <laughs> in other words, he's saying, uh, I dropped my body, and I feel good. That's really what he's saying, and I'm, I'm attempting to tweak the words so um, we can put him in a spiritual light, and George is laughing at me. He's actually shaking a cane at me here, <laughs> like that. Yeah. And Billy's going, I'm supposed to go first. <laughs> you understand that? <laughs> drop your physical body and uh, when the uh, the material being or the matter of the body is shed then there's no suffering and that's that's what George was saying that he's not suffering and Billy's saying when is it my turn to talk <laughs> the, the two of them are horse around over here so they don't lose their personality but as you graduate let's say or transcend to different dimensions or evolve is another word that we can use then uh, perhaps there are uh, different uh, ways to communicate their experience uh, 
as the speech is a, a clear audience uh, aspect that one can develop. So I can hear Billy. I can hear George. Uh, that's called clear audience. And Billy's going, well, hear me because it's my turn. <laughs> Do you do you think that Bill would like that that letter read first? Maybe he would. That Leo uh, wrote. If he wants to, if not, the, 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 let's honored. He, he 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 feels honored. And and do you remember that image? And uh, it was where those two kids traveled. I forgot what it was, and they're going, "I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy." <laughs> I forgot the name of the movie. Somebody's travels. Uh, uh, do you recall that that movie and uh, the the two boys uh, traveled and they met great beings and and they 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 kept saying we're not worthy we're not worthy. So when you talk about this poem, Billy's over here and he's bowing down and he's going, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. He's he's using a great deal of humor. Humor quickens the atoms. Speeds it up because laughter is part of the joy of spirit, and and George is applauding that uh, that particular thought. By the way, uh, George is loving the idea about writing episodes, and also thanking you about writing about him in in your uh, book Naked Behind uh, the uh, the Mic, and you gave him such an outlet to share his wisdom. And uh, what he's saying is that if you listen carefully, he's going to do a clear audience so you can hear him. And Lila, uh, even that uh, Billy is saying, uh, you usually have headphones on or you're really not, <laughs> not listening like that, but you love the joy of humor. And uh, Billy and George are are kind of joking around here, and uh, they're right in the studio with you. So if you are sensing any iridescent colors or or like a little blue light or a green iridescent color, that's how they're going to start with your your clear vision. Now, as far as clear audience go, as you quiet yourself down and... uh, Billy is saying that you have truly developed uh, this Leo in a, in a higher octave so you can pick up the wave of his voice and George's laughter. And uh, uh, they love you, Lila. They don't want me to leave you out of this conversation. And uh, George is showing me that he's got you wrapped up like a... a or you wrap him up like a, a cowgirl, you know, like he's he's ready and charging to say something or go, and you you'd reel him back in or something like this. Do you understand that? He used to get into it. He used to laugh through them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But uh, but you know it, it, it's very so funny. Like a, <laughs> he's sure, he's got a cow girl hat on you and a, and a lasso and, and all of this and pulling and uh, the questions that you asked about. How are they? Where are they? What are their experiences? Uh, I'm not taking it from my mind. I'm waiting for them to express it to me because it's not going to be my mind's idea. It's going to be what is presented that I could present to you. And also, um, did Billy write a song or is he talking about your poem? He says he's ready. He's ready. (laughs) Both of them are kibitzing over here about uh, who should talk first. 
<laughs> so uh, Billy is saying, please do read it. And uh, he's blessed. Well, he's not really blessed. He's saying, thank you, I'm not worthy. He's laughing about it. But uh, I think listeners would love to hear your poetic beauty of your friend. It's uh, called a reference letter for a friend. Yeah. I okay, oh, that's why. And okay. Yeah. Fun. Ready, Leo? Yeah. Did you have? Okay. All right. I I pulled it up. It was the. Uh, it's called. I wrote it on the uh, April 11, 2007, and it was a. Uh, that was a, a couple of days after he was buried, and uh, as, as I pondered the death of a close friend, I thought. What if a reference letter could improve his chances of getting into heaven? He's I laughing. Thought of, <laughs> I thought of what I would say if my friend needed a personal reference to enter heaven. What could anyone say to God or heaven's human resource director to persuade him to allow their friend into heaven? Well, he was a nice guy, or he was a great guy, or who had a few problems in his life, but he doesn't deserve to go to hell. It's possible that whoever is reviewing my friend's resume of life might know him better than I do. There might be something I never knew about him that might be in his personal file. So rather than say something too overly enthusiastic about him, maybe a little caution would be more appropriate. I expect mm-hmm. to be applying to the same position one day. <laughs> my reference for my friend would still be enthusiastic, much in the same way our friendship was. I liked him. I enjoyed his friendship. He was a good drinking buddy. He could talk about many subjects, and we could argue with uh, one another uh, without getting too angry. I could call him a fool, and he could call me a fool, and neither of us would take offense at it. We were well aware of the possibility that we were both fools, and my friend had a great sense of humor. He told he often told me that he did. I felt that he was truthful in that statement since he laughed at most of my jokes and I laughed at most of his. He was efficient at some things and inept at others. He could be disagreeable at times and aggravate a saint. He was a good friend as far as friends are good. He was several hobbies. He had several hobbies different than my own. His tastes were different than mine. But when we ate together, we seldom complained about the meal. <laughs> My other friends seemed to get along with him, and his friends seemed to get along with me. And we had different political and religious views, but it made for good arguments. Now that my friend is dead, I can't talk to him anymore, and I miss him. And now that he's dead, I can only wish him the best and thank him for his friendship. And now that he's dead, I wish I had said thanks to him more often. I wish I hadn't taken his friendship for granted. I hope he knew that he was a good friend to me, and I was a, hope he knew that I was a good friend to him. And I hope his friend reference letter helps my friend get into heaven, because if he can't make it in, I haven't got much of a chance either. Sincerely, L.A. Steele. Well, Billy's saying he'd be happy to write a reference for you. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Billy. Yeah, I got you there. Now you're going to Maria. <laughs> she doesn't need one. She's already there. <laughs> She's heaven on earth. This is George. <laughs> uh, Billy is very appreciative of this, but he was making some gestures, uh, hand gestures, 
and not obscene or anything like that, but uh, more in a joking way, like the Three Stooges and stuff like that, at, at, at some of the statements you said, especially when you said about fools, um, that uh, perhaps you're both fools, and he says, that's what makes it so great. And yeah. he says, uh, death is only a word. Uh, and uh, thank you for your words, but he doesn't like the word death. And uh, George is saying, oh, it's always a good day to die, <laughs> in George's language, the way uh, George is speaking. And uh, what, uh, what, oh, Billy is showing me the beautiful flowers, the bouquet of flowers, Lila, that uh, uh, the peonies, uh, the pictures that you took, the fragrance that you brought into the house, and the beauty that you capture in things. And even without the beauty, there is the beauty of friendship, even without a flower. Do you understand that? Oh, yeah. Yep. I know what he's saying. You know, Maria... I have to, I have to uh, mention, I, we have a caller, and I think his name is Rod, and he's from Texas. He used to be a friend of George's, and uh, he calls the show regularly. And uh, I wonder if you mind if we put him on. I no, not at all. He might have a question for us. Hang on a second. It'll take us a minute. Hi, Rod, are you on with us? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? Hey, Rod. This is Maria. Uh, we've never crossed paths, but George is a great friend of mine, and I know that you were his mentor. Leo told me this uh, in previous conversations, and uh, perhaps we'll cross paths someday. But I was wondering if there's anything that you would like to uh, ask George or or, or you've had communication with him already, is what he's saying. And you did something to your face. Did you change a beard? Did you grow a beard? Did you shave? Or something happened with your, uh, something uh, that uh, George and you would only know? Or, or would you share what I'm saying? Do you understand? I'm not sure. It's difficult for me to shave now. So uh, Maybe that's what he's, it could be as simple as that. Uh, that uh, do you have a, I don't want to ask questions but he, he was talking about shaving uh, so I didn't know if it meant a beard or not a beard but it was definitely about uh, uh, the, the growth on your face or the non-growth or something of that nature and Rodney are you the individual who turned George on to the New Age teachings no, George was very much involved when I met him. But there's something you gave him, and I don't know if it's written work uh, or a book. It's a book. Uh, a particular, we all have books. I know that sounds very vague, but he's he's got a book. He's got it open, and there was a particular chapter or a particular uh, consciousness that you brought him through this writing. Do you wonder? Can you relate to that? Uh, uh, one specific book that he he's got. Uh, he's <laughs> he's telling me he's dancing with the stars, but not like on television. Uh, does, <laughs> did you used to dance or anything? I, I don't. I, I can only present it. I don't know where it actually belongs. 
No, I never saw George Zantz. <laughs> we, uh, I have, no. <laughs> we did have a book. Yeah. I never saw George Zantz. Oh, yeah, wedding. He was a very yes. good dancer, yes. actually. Yeah. His reference, uh, Ronnie, is um, that uh, you helped him. Dance with the Stars, I believe, is what he's uh, what he's presenting to me to present to you. And uh, uh, is there any difficulty with a wheelchair or anything like this? I have a wheelchair. I don't use it yet. But then again, I'm not that active anymore. So I don't require one, but I've got one when I need it. Okay, because uh, he'd be happy to wheel you around is what he's saying. Dancing in a wheelchair or something like this. Uh, it's your spirit is what uh, George is, is, is talking about. And in uh, showing me this wheelchair, uh, George is saying he didn't even want to use a cane, but it was helpful for him when he needed it. And just as you said, when if you need a wheelchair, it's there. And uh, even if you don't get around physically, George is saying your mind is everywhere. Do you understand well, uh, that? I can use my mind better now that I can focus now because I'm not distracted with movement so much. And are you writing a journal right now? No, I can no longer use my hands to write. I don't do that. And besides, I don't have anything in particular to say. 30, 40 years ago, I would have had something to say with the knowledge I possess today. But everything I know now is shared with the world already, so they don't need my voice. Uh, it's not even your voice. It's the manifestation of your spirit knowledge, your direct knowledge of the sharing. You're one of all of us. Now, that's me talking, not George. I, those were my thoughts uh, in, in speaking with you and uh, saying that if you don't have this movement anymore, your spirit, your soul, your thought process Everything that you have is merged already with everything we all are. And uh, uh, he's saying you have your speech. And if you're not writing, uh, uh, perhaps uh, speaking into a device or something like this, and the world very much needs you is what George is saying. And he's also saying that um, your timing is beautiful, and I don't know exactly what that means uh, for you. Do, do you understand that? Is there any problem with your, your, your nervous system and the spinal cord, anything like that? Well, I have Parkinson's that affects the nervous system. Okay. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really like to ask questions because uh, then I feel like my mind wants to answer them. But uh, he is, again, talking about speech and he feels you have a lot to say, and the world still, and individuals would still uh, love to hear you share your wisdom. I'm still able to, to help people from time to time. Uh, I'm there on time, but it's more of a, a casual thing in a, in a public setting. I'll be out and about, and a situation will present itself, and maybe sometimes I can be helpful. This is what he means. I don't, I, I don't know your journey with George, uh, but if you could place what he's telling me, then you understand it. I, it's, 
it's uh again he keeps going into your human speech and uh and and not to worry about any various disfigurements uh or or uh, things like that and your your language is clean is what he's saying so and everything that you do uh, you've you've abandoned the non essential things and and perhaps this is my thought now Perhaps the idea of not being able to use your hands, as you said earlier, helps you focus on all the knowledge, the wisdom. And I'm, I'm going to say direct knowledge. It's, it's, uh, it's a choice of my words. But he's, uh, he says you transformed uh, his world or, or how he knew his world. And uh, he says you embraced the entire universe. You understand well, that? I've always felt that I'm a universal citizen. I don't never really feel like I'm a human being. I feel like I'm a being in a human state. Well, he says that you're not uh, uh, you're not fond of being stuck to any creed, even that uh, he had his own ideas of religion and things of this nature. There isn't a, a particular. Uh, uh, religious or uh, creed that you want to transform. No, what's not transform? Hold on a minute. Um, I can help you. Yes, go ahead. I don't subscribe to any particular teaching. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I was looking all of them. That's it. And I don't. Uh, I don't belittle anyone for anything that they believe. I think that that's wonderful. But they believe it from their perspective. My beliefs are from my perspective, and you can't see through my eyes easily. Well, I'm not attempting to see through your eyes. No, what, what I mean is... Oh, what you I, mean? I I'm sorry, said, I didn't, it doesn't really come out right. What I mean is that you... Li this is me talking, not George. What I mean is that you live what you know your truth to be. That's what I meant to say, and it probably didn't come out right when I said I'm not, you know, I, I'm not trying to look through your eyes. You have the coming age of light, you know, the the uh, fiery sword of spirit, you know, all of those knowings of truth or what you understand truth to be. You live it. You don't just and George and I met at the time when I was finally relinquishing materialism totally. And I had finally made my life choices. What you're t trying to say or what you're saying, to, to paraphrase, is I have learned to walk my talk. I have Native American blood that I value very much. And I follow that teaching because it's... Uh, it's an earth teaching. All of the the old teachings I find to be more valid than the new ones because the new ones have been corrupted. And even the Native American teachings are being corrupted today. But someone who practices them can see the corruption and weed it out pretty easily. Well, you have a beautiful garden and you're not allowing those weeds to... You cut through the spiritual materialism, let's say. Uh, again, my words, not George's. And uh, I'm so pleased that we have this opportunity to talk about your creativity and uh, 
the spirit that you know, and some of the old and some of the new. You you have, George is showing me like alchemy almost, you know, the idea of, like you described it so well, is weeding out that which is no longer useful and letting go of, uh, or abolishing is the word he said, abolishing the old where there's no purification. So uh, he's basically saying you've mixed what you know the recipe is for the worship of the self or what you would call uh, the teachings. Uh, I, I don't have a word for it, but the knowing, again, the direct knowledge that you carry. And he's just so grateful that you have crossed paths, although you haven't talked in a while is what he's saying. I haven't spoken to George in a while, naturally. Mm-hmm. I over. Uh, let me just interrupt for one second. Billy sure. is Billy is Billy is buzzing. Okay. Yes, I know. <laughs> did, did you know that? He's saying it's my time. It's my time. Put me on. Put me on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rod, Billy, Billy was was a funny guy. He's not he's not being rude, but Billy Billy uh, has been bugging Maria and myself um, to have this show and to feature him <laughs> and George. Okay. And, of course, uh, George came first. <laughs> ever since uh, ever since Billy passed away in '07, uh, you know, he, he's been communicating with me, and George has definitely been, and with Maria and I, and and um, we, you know, this is a special tribute to those guys. But they wanted to kind of host this program. I mean, it was it was very strange uh, that both Maria and I were able to 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 to, to get this. Uh, the, 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 these communications, and uh, you know we uh, we and, and Billy is putting is, is trying to up upstage uh, George tonight. Okay, <laughs> they are they're competing, uh together over here, and uh, I still have uh, uh, George, George is not finished yet though. There's uh, <laughs> he's talking about he's not going to let Billy in right now. Cause, I know, I know, I know. You know, it's so funny. These guys are so funny. They're so competitive, you know. But, and yeah, uh, George is, is talking about friendship, like Lila brought up. And, and uh, you, is it Roy? I'm sorry. I, my memory is not good. Um, you're over here. And he he's so concerned that you shouldn't lose an opportunity to manifest your friendship. And that's why they want the show. And that's why Billy's saying, okay, is it my turn? <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. I understand. Let Billy have his turn. Uh, no, they're joking around, but, but uh, what George is saying is to, to cherish friendships and don't ever lose that opportunity on the planet. And he says, of course, not toxic people. <laughs> well, toxic can be friends, just not close friends. <laughs> yeah, just the understanding of that. And, uh, you know, uh, manifest your understanding of what you, underst- what you know truth to be in your, your, your language, your wisdom, your journey, and all of these things. Because George says that uh, t- 
today, many people don't really search for the light. And what did you say? Wait, and Billy, and Billy's saying, yeah, but in the future, they they'll weep for it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. It was pretty profound, but Billy had to jump in again. <laughs> so it's the fundamentals of existence, Roy. That uh, uh, whether you speak out loud, speak out loud, or not spill the chalice of what you understand carelessly. You're very cautious about how and when and what. And that's what he's saying, how, when, and what. Uh, there's, uh, I don't hear any of the words after that because I, I think uh, uh, that really covers uh, a vast, uh, infinite knowledge that you carry and protect is the word. Okay, I, was, I couldn't understand what he's saying. Protect, that you protect the planet, the people, the knowledge, what you understand, uh, love, friendship, the absolute, the creator, or whatever uh, words that uh, you choose. I believe that's what he's uh, saying about your creativity and how cautious you are to protect, is the word, that which is sacred. And uh, uh, George appreciates what you, there, there was definitely a book that uh, you gave him that turned him on to a greater knowledge. And I don't exactly know what it is, but uh, perhaps uh, you'll understand uh, what he's saying. But that, that's great that, that, that George, 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 is, George is great. Um, and then he's encouraging you yeah, to. Yeah, he always said that for everybody. But, but share but, the knowledge yeah. that you have. I mean, he's. He, that's what was wonderful about George. He tried to pull other people oh, yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And he brought so many great guests on our show. You know? Yeah, and, and um, shared so much of what he had yeah. and got other people to share. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what was yeah. Yeah. so special about and him. He, and he brought, he, he brought so many interesting people oh, to our program. Oh, lots of interesting My people. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, that, that, that was what's fun. But, you know, i got to tell you, now, Billy is being a real pain in the butt. <laughs> you too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy, Billy wants some time. So let's put Billy back on. Rod, please stay with us. Uh, George's got some more stuff to talk to you about. So just, uh, let Billy come on before he bursts uh, 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 some kind of... <laughs> he, bre- he breaks the, the, the spiritual... Uh... A fiery sword. <laughs> now, others will understand what that means. But, uh, uh, and uh, Billy is what? saying, is that, what was that? I was I was wondering what Bill was wanted to communicate to the audience. Yeah, he, he has something he wants to say. There's something he wants to say. Let me tune it in. I see him laughing. I don't know why. He's just laughing. Well, uh, all right. It, what what he is uh, communicating is, uh, first of all, that he spoke a while ago 
about the condition of our planet now. And then George is actually saying, well, you know, the Mayan stuff like that. It, and and Billy, Billy, George doesn't want Billy to talk. Uh, those who are looking into the future don't have to be afraid because he is high every day. <laughs> he says that his uh, his crossing had to do with his blood pressure aside from losing balance or something like this. Do you understand that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, yeah. yeah, we understand how he passed away, yeah. But right. the, the the thing that the thing that I wanted to ask really was Yeah, he's of, just telling me that he's not pure energy, so perhaps your uh your letter will help him transcend in into another dimension, the fifth dimension or, or he's counting he, one, two, five. I, I think Billy I don't know what what he said, but before he passed away, about a year before he died. He, he, he made a number of, of very, very significant predictions, and one of them was that the world, uh, that the United States would go into a full revolution in 2015. I was very pretty sure that it was 2015. He also predicted the, the 2009 financial collapse, all right? Uh, now, remember, Bill died in 2007, all right? And he made these predictions on my radio show, on television, and also privately to me. And uh, and uh, the the private one was the revolution of 2015. Uh, and uh, but he also I remember I, when he talked about that. He also said if it didn't happen then, there was another date too. There was another date. Yeah. I I don't recall that. I, but I, 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 I do remember that, that uh, it was. He's it, also saying uh, t 2016. George is saying it started 2012, and Billy saying. I'm talking, and he's predicting a 2016. Uh, he's showing me uh, revolutions, but at the same time, the forces that are the greater forces, I guess you would say light against darkness or whatever, that uh, they will be uh, a lot of civil unrest is the word he's using, unrest, and then uh, a recovery but there'll be uh, a suspended animation or suspended time before this recovery happens. Um, do you recall the readings like that, uh, Lila? Yes, I, I, remember, I remember that when he talked about that, Leo. And he went further into the future, but I don't really remember what he said exactly, but I do remember he talked about some very, very hard times for the United States. Which are what we're going through now. And, you know, he talked and about... a revolution he, of sorts. Yeah, he or predicted... Or civil unrest. He predicted the 2009 collapse. Now, you got to remember, he predicted this in, I believe, 2006. I'm at Okay. I, I thought 2007, but it, it, I could be wrong. I read little blue lights here, so... Uh, uh, he, he's, he's saying that there's only one route 
uh, and uh, I, I, I'm imagining now, this is my thought, I, I think what he's saying is the one root of uh, truth or, or, or things of that nature, but the root doesn't die is what he's saying. So this uh, revolution or how he embraces the cosmos in his, in his uh, astrology and, and his knowing, uh, what he's saying now is that um, there's a great deal of chaos um, and uh, the, the planet deteriorates into some chaos. And even as this happens, man will evolve. Okay, I got it. Whew. Yeah. No, but he, but no, we we understood that. But he he said, I was I was certain that that, that he told me it was 2015, and that uh, okay, it, it would come back together again in 16 and 17. But but there would be a major civil unrest in the 2015, and that's just next year. And, yeah, and uh, he's not only talking about the United States; he's talking planetary because. He said the planet is in chaos. The yeah. planet is, and and there's a, a a war that's going on. And but uh, it'll make a what is he saying? It, it'll make a complete circle. Uh, ah. That has to do with the root, but I don't I don't know if I'm saying it right. Let let us just ask this. I, I want to ask this to to them before we went to the, before the, the when we still that. Uh, live on the air. Uh, I wanted to, to just change that to, to ask them where they are now and if they're happy and um, what 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 it what it looks like where they are in their in their, in their transitional state in their new place. Do they mention that? Can they do they come? I'm li- no, I'm 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 waiting for a response. Uh, because I'm getting what you think manifests. This is George. Yeah. You live in accumulation of everything before, and as you believe, so it is. If I want to be at a lake, I'm at a lake. If I want to visit your studio, and Billy's laughing, uh, uh, I visualize it, and I am there. Uh, Without the density of his physical body, but he still has not evolved beyond his etheric body or his astral body. So when you're talking dimensions, what he's saying to me is that they overlap. It's not like the door is absolutely closed. He's showing me like waves overlapping and coming on. to. He's showing me a beach, actually. So it's what he sees or what he thinks an accumulation of his uh, knowing or his thought process now manifests as he thinks it. And as uh, Billy's bringing back in the whole uh, friendship thing with with George now, and they're kind of not fighting with each other, and they're agreeing on what what George is saying. And uh, 
Billy is, is basically saying the same thing is that uh, as you uh, imagine, I guess, as you think, imagine, visualize, uh, as you see uh, that which you want, depending upon the, uh, let's say, cosmic assets, because he's saying depending upon uh, how much energy you have, that is what will manifest you. There's a certain level that you, you can't go to yet because you're not evolved enough. And they're not saying that they're less than evolved, but they're saying they still have astral bodies, even that they don't have the physical body. Oh, I see what he's saying. You have to build your the density of your astral body to travel here for the physical when you travel, that's what George was saying, dancing with the stars, Roy. That's what he meant. Not that so much that he was dancing, but he thinks of the uh, other outer worlds, off, off uh, other planets, uh, interplanetary travel, uh, great beings, uh, masters, teachers. Uh, if this is what you're seeking, you just automatically float to it. If you try to physically uh, get to somewhere just with psychism or clairvoyance, that's not going to work, he's saying. That doesn't work. Direct or spirit knowledge uh, in the invisible realities, it's filled with uh, infinite ways to, to, to manifest. And... Uh, uh, they want to manifest into other levels, but they can't yet, basically. And you're saying, what does it look like? It looks like whatever they want it to look like. I think that's what he means. Do you, do you understand that uh, answer? I, I, do, I do understand it. I, 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 I strongly believe. George and I had, had many conversations um, uh, regarding the fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but I believe George has transcended that, and I believe Billy has too. I believe they're in the fifth dimension. And I, fourth dimension is where, you know, they cross over to, but when you're, when you strive, because back in December, I went through this series of, 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 of um, communications with them, and they showed me visually, and they, they gave me, they guided me through that fourth dimensional phase and into a fifth dimensional realm as well, and sixth, where which is where they were both um, at. Okay. Uh, and Billy's saying, "There's your reference to cross over." <laughs> you know how he jokes. Uh, yeah. But, but the, what they both. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Lila. I didn't get that. No, that's where both of them wanted to wanted to send to, which is the sixth dimension. That, right. That, that. Uh, they're, 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 they're both talking about uh, peace, and I think this is for Roy, because uh, George is talking a little bit louder. And yeah, let Rod, a, Rod, yeah, Rod. I'm Rod, sorry, Rod. was it? Yeah. Rod, yeah. All right. Um, the, the, a banner of peace, do you understand that? Are you still with us, Rod? Yeah, he's still with us, but... That's okay. Okay. Uh, he says it's difficult to comprehend uh, the invisible worlds, the 
astral worlds and the infinite. I'm using the word infinite. He's saying the possibilities, okay? I used infinite. They said the possibilities of the uh, expanding our evolution, uh, aside from religious views, actually, is what he's saying. And uh, uh, there's a spiral. It's not like one door closes. Uh, we're going back to the overlapping again. And uh, I might not have... Uh, the uh, the language that's necessary to relay to you what they're saying to me because it's very hard to uh, speak um, uh, other dimensions and uh, it's not an excuse but I sometimes uh, change the words a little so that we can have a communication and uh, they can joke they do that and now there's serious conversation that uh, uh, their words are implying about uh, peace and that in, in order for them uh, to get to these other dimensions and the dimensions that you were talking about, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, that the astral body uh, or the etheric body, you could call it, has to densify first so that they can reach and ascend, both go up and, 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 and touch uh, our, our physical uh, state of existence like this. But both of them, both of them uh, say that it's not ordinary, <laughs> that what they're going through is not ordinary, and that um, without the physical body, uh, you can maintain your images or your imagination greater than you could physically. It's almost like if you want to buy, uh, this is my analogy now, uh, if you wanted to buy a boat physically here on this realm, you may have in your mind what type of boat you want, how you want it, and uh, then you go shopping for the boat and you find what you could afford and what you can't afford. Well, there's cosmic assets that they collect in the course of many lifetimes. So this would be how much energy or their their uh, their thoughts would guide them to their future. Whether, uh, he's saying, they drift in and out of different dimensions. It's not like the door is closed. It overlaps. Again, that's George, overlapping. Everything overlaps. And, uh, and uh, Billy uh, is saying... Uh, uh, they, they're still studying, and uh, positive thoughts uh, must be gathered, and he regrets um, some of his uh, choices, but regret doesn't help him. Uh, the, the results uh, is to uh, ponder, that's my word, um, uh, the process itself. That's what he's saying. Like, it, it, it's, uh, they're really, the words diminish the process. I think that's basically what they're saying. You know, I'm attempting to speak in, in uh, spirit language, in a sense, but uh, words are not that easy when, uh, when you have the imagination and the thought process and you're living in, in the worlds, or the far-off worlds, or even the invisible worlds, uh, and, and perhaps the far-off planets. You know, again, my thoughts, but uh, to, they're saying it's hard to grasp the meaning of invisible when they are visible, but at a different 
level. Like they're showing me, they're showing me astral, but they had to build their astral bodies from from yeah. a bank account. Like you want to buy that boat, you have to have enough money or get credit or whatever. And um, Billy's still collecting credits. He's telling me. <laughs> let me let me just mention. Uh, we have he's saying it in a very humorous way, you know. He's counting coins, and and George is laughing because he's flipping, you know, like here's my body, look at yours, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, we we have two seconds left. I'm sorry, I, I just wanted to mention, but it's too late. Uh, okay. Uh, Rod, if you you are still available, you can stay on the line. Uh, those of you who we just lost our connection, but uh, those who are connected can still hear our show. Um, but um, you know, go ahead, Mario. I'm sorry. We okay. Uh, what what they're saying is it's a task. Even that your, your tasks don't end when you cross over, and uh, it, it's a gradual containment of their thoughts that bring them into the progression of a higher level or higher understanding. So, uh, uh, but they're both saying something that it's spiral rather than uh, linear. You know, you might think that, oh, you know, you're crossing over and one door opens and then you go right into the next dimension. They're not saying that. It doesn't appear that way. And nature doesn't even work that way. Uh, we talked earlier, uh, uh, Leo, about uh, a reading that we that you had experienced from a, a good uh, friend of mine. And, I, and as you were saying about this uh, reading that you had, uh, I, I saw a rosebud, and, and I saw a rose. And in my thought process, um, we know what a rose looks like. We can imagine a rose. But if you take the rosebud and try to unfold each petal to look like what we think that idea is, they don't match. Very naturally, the rosebud has to unfold. And I believe, this is me speaking at them, and I believe that this is what they're saying, that it's an evolutionary, gradual expansion. And the spiral aspect is, is I believe, the Milky Way, you know, and, and the, the spiraling toward the chalice. Well, what is, what is Bill, what, what can Bill uh, say? I, George, George is, George, George described it quite well, but and Billy, Billy, Bill, what, what do you think? If you, you know, basing it on uh, the layman's term, which you were always good at, uh, what, what would what would crossing over be like? Uh, we're still going to live in the future, is what he says, <laughs> and uh, 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 and even in- yeah, what, what he's saying is that there's still a future. So uh, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> no, but you know what? You know what? He, you know what he just said to me. Go ahead. It's like, it's like he says it's like a hangover. Okay. It's a gradual awakening, and yeah, you're yes. Like a, a bad hangover, and he says you, 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 you wake up and you see it, and you think you know what you're doing, and you think you know what's going on, but you don't. Uh, for a while until it all comes together, and then you have your first cup of coffee. And there you I, go. You're, you're said, saying it better than me. Um, no, I'm, telling you, I'm, I'm just saying what Bill is telling me. I know. Saying, you're saying it. Uh, you, I, I always try to refine it a little bit, you know. 
and uh, perhaps I overdo it, but uh, he, he, no, he, he, the work is important, uh, and uh, uh, something about uh, he using shields, uh, or that, that reminds me of what George was saying to his friend over here about, like, protection, you know, uh, you know like, hold on to uh, those things, but it's a gradual, it's not, whoops, one door's closed, you crossed over, you're dead, and uh, you're stuck here, and certain religions believe that there's different levels that you go to, and perhaps... There are, but maybe different languages used for each level. There's so many different forms of beautiful flowers. I happen to use a rose, but we can use peonies. <laughs> are you with me there? Yeah, we got you. But you know, I was just saying, I was just thinking that, you know, what what Billy was was, was saying um, to me, which was funny because he, he was always funny. But, but he he said uh, he says like a hangover. He says when he, when yep. you get over. He says, he says when he told me that when he goes, when he went through it, because Bill was in bad shape when he died, you know. He yeah. Goes, he, he smashed his head. He was a wreck, and he, he just he was unconscious for, or un, you know, conscious for uh, almost uh, two or three weeks until he passed away, yeah. and, and his face was all, you know, disformed. It was, it was, it was really. He's saying he, yeah, he, he, it was fatal. Is uh, what I'm saying. Oh, Bill, yeah. you weren't looking very good, Bill, you know, at that moment, you know, just to, just to pass it on. And, and he knows. But but the thing was is that uh, when Lila and I went to see him when he passed away, uh, well, well, when he was in the hospital, uh, nobody gave him any chance to survive. And we, we uh, and, and it was just, it really affected me because, you know, seeing a vibrant guy like Bill and seeing him, and, and having seen what happened to him and then, you know, paralyzed and, uh, you know, totally incapacitated and comatose mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you know, we just knew. And he, you know, but there was Bill, he had, he had, he had put on some kind of a, I remember um, standing over him there and I was looking at him, he, he seemed to have some kind of a strange uh, grin, you know. Because he could hear, but he couldn't speak. That's what he's telling me. He could hear everything, but he couldn't speak. Yeah. And, and he least, said he realizes his responsibility is what he's saying right now. And some speed across the oceans, he says, but not him yet. Well, you know, the hangover dust. <laughs> I told him that happened. And I told him when, I, when he passed away, right, well, when he passed away, but before he did, that I wouldn't come back to see him because I couldn't stand to see him in that way. It really, it really bothered me terribly. And, uh, he was in a prison, he says. Yeah, yeah. I knew he was, and, and he had his girlfriend there with him, and, and it was, it was so sad. And, and both his doctor and uh, everyone said to, you know, just pull the, pull the. <laughs> Wait a minute! He just interrupted you. He says, "Stop the self-pity stuff." He don't want to yeah. hear that. <laughs> All right, All right. you look like a piece of crap there, Billy, and I thought. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> oh my God! What beautiful people! And uh, what it happened was is that I said, "Bill, you look pretty bad." All right, and everybody who saw you said, "Well, man, this this guy ain't coming back." All right, so mm-hmm. you know, and, um, 
and we all felt terrible for you. Uh, but we said, man, Billy just, uh, you know, yeah, we didn't think you had much of a shot there left of hanging in. Yeah, he said he couldn't eject it. He tried to recover, but he's saying there was too much poison, yeah, in his body or too many sediments of irritation or the intensity of pain. But he doesn't want to hear self-pity at all. And uh, but he could hear everybody, and you, uh, he was was happy to die. I mean that that doesn't sound uh, politically correct, but he was happy to die because he became free from such suffering. Well, you know, you know, Linda uh, George's wife was with him when he passed. When he passed, when he passed, and I I happened to call George like 15 minutes after he died. I called because.
cash to get a car, let alone a boat or something. So uh, these cosmic assets are what Billy was, was, was saying to me in different words, that he regretted some of these uh, particular things. But yet we don't really know what we sign up for when we first come in without, we don't really have memory of previous lifetimes. And we are an accumulation of all the gatherings of many lifetimes. That's why some uh, are, are greater knowers than others. But uh, the paths are always open to everybody. You know, the, the, there is uh, an infinite variety of uh, paths to what you understand truth to be or what you know. But I'm so delighted. I wasn't really sure how tonight's show would... Uh, would uh, unfold or manifest because uh, I um, uh, I love them, you know, and I love you guys. And, and sometimes when it's your own family and the people you love, uh, you get that feeling, Lila, like you're saying, we feel sorry. And the same thing with you, Leo, you know, we don't want the loss because we're endeared, you know, with, that, with our friends and our loved ones and things of this nature. So that feeling of absence, uh, I think, brings that grief. And yet when you have good friends that cross over and then come back and say, hey, you know, it's not so bad being dead, <laughs> then it, it kind of makes us wake up a little bit. Uh, but it doesn't mean that you can't still have communication. I mean, both of them were saying they're, they're in your studio right there. And the, the what was so funny was... Uh, Billy's saying, I was supposed to go first. <laughs> and it just all came out, you know, that George, George, uh, uh, George's thoughts were more prominent. Uh, he's at a different level than Billy. But it's overlapping. They can be together, but they don't always stay in the same place. And Billy said there's some that can speed across the ocean. Now, I don't know if he's talking about a physical ocean or what came to my mind was the ocean of life rather than just like a physical ocean. Uh, you know, there are some that are evolved and uh, don't even have to incarnate again. So we don't really know uh, what kind of manifestations that we choose prior to coming in and taking on karmic responsibilities, perhaps from previous lifetimes, or strong enough to, to carry such illnesses uh, until that's diminished. And, and uh, Leo, you know as well as I do, we both went through some pretty rough physical experiences, very near-death experiences, and uh, perhaps that was to clear karma and things like that. But we're still here. And our friends, and uh, there are others over on the other side that are friends as well, uh, perhaps have finished or, or completed the, that karma or that burden perhaps that they, they carried and uh, maybe not even for themselves but for others because they couldn't. We don't really know that. That's true. That's true. And I, I think that they, you know, they've completed their cycle, you know, at this point. We, we haven't yet. But, exactly. Uh, and, and we're still here. But Billy, um, <laughs> Billy, uh, you know, he, he, he's, still, he, he's always a comedian, and, and, and uh, George always laughed at him as well. But we... Uh, uh, <laughs> he's going back to, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. <laughs> I have to remember the name of that. It's the travels of something. I, I remember the show. It was a teenage he, movie, like a kid's movie. He's right. He's not worthy. 
yeah, he's he's laughing at it, you know, like bowing down to you and all of that. But he he wants he wants he the he is still in a state of transition. Uh, uh, and again, uh, what George was explaining, I think it was George, that uh, you need to to build uh, up this uh, astral body. Now, in, in in the sense of my experiences, even as a young child, I was astral projecting. You know, and I just thought everybody did it. I had no idea, and I had no idea that when people close their eyes, they don't see anything. You know, I always have some sort of vision, like I'm flying, or if it, even if it was just a sign I saw, it, there's always something happening when my eyes are closed. And uh, especially when you do a meditation, then when I learned to harness, let's say, or utilize uh, the, the teachers that crossed my path and the and the truth as uh, as presented in many many different. Uh, 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 ancient uh, realities or ancient truths or, or just meeting a kind person, uh, those things actually will help us as we do crossover and will create the, uh, the prognosis of our own future by how and what we think of now. So it's hard for me to say, okay, what happens when uh, uh, someone doesn't see something clairvoyantly or see uh, things psychically, you can teach or study and, and, and at least if you're seeking, use caution like your friend over there and protect that which you know that truth to be. Don't be careless and spill it all over. Uh, that's a, really an important thought and, and my own understanding. Uh, we have to understand to maintain that image of, uh, what did he say, the banner of peace or something like that, or, or that uh, they have a lot of great work to do yet and that things are important and uh, realizing, uh, I think he said responsibility, Billy was saying, things like that, and uh, stay away from poisons, whatever that meant. Uh, uh, perhaps it's even the food we eat. Is there even food in the food we eat? <laughs> you know, everything is chemicals nowadays. So that can mean anything. But uh, if you keep your thoughts as positive as possible and worship what you understand that great uh, creator, God, uh, whatever name you want to use, and worship that within yourself, I think it makes that journey so much easier. And I think perhaps... It's not my ego, but perhaps I came in with all these gifts uh, only because I may have studied with great beings in the past. I'm, I'm not certain. I don't know why uh, I have this, and I'm in awe of it all the time. And uh, I, I'm very cautious about not allowing my, my ego to distract. That's why I, I actually uh, envy... Um, George's friend over here that he can focus and concentrate because the motions and all of that keeps him still so he can stay focused in his in his heart and in his love for his creator and things of this nature. So uh, yeah. uh, when uh, a loved one crosses over and we feel the absence of that, uh, I understand what Lila and uh, you, Leo, mean by a loss, especially family members and friends, and 
and you just really don't have the words for it. But when, again, you hear your loved one saying, huh, I'm happy to be dead because now I can even do work better than I did before. You know, I'm, I'm using my karmic assets from previous lifetimes, too. And you need right. to distinguish uh, between those things, uh, like seeing the beautiful rose and then uh, one trying to unfold it to make it happen. It doesn't work that way. You know, well, you embrace... You embrace the cosmos with uh, with love and beauty, you know, especially your garden, Lila. <laughs> <laughs> well, the garden is a gift a gift from beyond, I think. Always. Yeah, we're yeah. lucky to have living things, and we should appreciate them while we have them, and appreciate yeah. them around us while we have them next to us. I, I believe that's what they're saying about friendship, or George was talking about. Yeah, uh, and the beauty of friendship is that it does transition uh, time and space the way we're here now. And that, you know, it, the friendships and the love that we have will carry on forever and will be with us. So It's actually the teaching of light, light in itself, you know, because love is light and the appreciation. Like I said, uh, uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's difficult for people to know why they're in certain situations, you know. But if you look at the cosmic laws, and go with simply to cause and effect or the laws of attraction, these are very simple cosmic laws 101. You know, why are you in this experience? Well, where were your thought processes? And perhaps even if you had good thoughts and you wound up so ill and hurt and things like that, then, then, then you say, well, maybe I'm carrying this because someone else couldn't and I, I agreed to bring this in or, or I, I willed. Uh, how I can help the planet or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm not always sure. I'm not a, 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 a master of all-knowing, and I don't pretend to be, but I will share that which crosses my path, and hopefully I don't contaminate it with my own mind or thought process, try to walk around with uh, Windex and paper towels to keep it clear. <laughs>
find the way to the sea. They all got to the sea, but they came from, you can't always see the mouth of the river. Sometimes it's underground, sometimes it's from the mountains, but the river's all empty into the sea and the sea swells. And uh, this is what I'm feeling about the love of our friends. And I just want to thank Billy and George and and uh, your friend. Again, my memory's not good. Uh, I don't, is he still on the line, George's friend here? Yeah. So, okay, yeah. and I, I want to thank him for uh, for enjoying joining us this evening as well. But with that, uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to uh, say good night. And uh, and Lila, the thoughts about another show like this is very pleasing, and uh, we make sure that uh, we'll get a good, clear communication and. Uh, uh, doing this again would be wonderful. Uh, there's nothing more wonderful than uh, being able to uh, to uh, tap into your loved ones. And like I said, I wasn't quite sure uh, how this manifestation was going to be because I know them and I love them. And uh, it's different when I have just, uh, not just, but when uh, someone approaches me and wants to speak to a loved one, and uh, I could bring all those images or what they need to know and they understand it immediately. And I have no knowledge or awareness of that journey. But I know George. I know Billy. I know you. I know Lila. We're just uh, a cosmic group, I think, that uh, actually incarnated all at the same time. <laughs> and uh, like I, I wanted to make sure that and get my mind in the way of what uh, what they wanted to say. Well, Maria, thank you a million times over for, for being with us tonight and sharing this with us and and, uh, and, and enjoying this time with Bill and, and George and all of us together again. Yeah, it was, it was, really, really, it was really nice. It was We're a wonderful awesome. experience. Really right, and Rod, I, I see you're still with us, so thank you for sharing the, uh, sharing it with us tonight. So... And yes, thank you. And it's it's my pleasure as well. It's uh, it's always wonderful to share uh, uh, what we understand things to be, or our friends. <laughs> Again, I wasn't sure, and I'm 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 pleased that uh, uh, I didn't contaminate any of it. I changed a few words here and there because I didn't know what to say. But uh, just absorbing. Their friendship is uh, is just a beautiful experience. And don't forget that Maria and I are, are, are co-authoring a book called The Gateways, and um, you know it, this this is. And you'll be on again next week, and, next Thursday. Uh, hopefully, you'll be on with us again next week, and and we'll be. Correct. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. And thank you again, uh, Rod, Rodney, is it, uh, for uh, joining us this evening. All um, right. Talk to you soon. Good night, Maria. Good night, Maria. Love you guys. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. And uh, and uh, everybody who joined us, and of course Rod, who is uh, still with us, uh, thank you for being with us. And and, uh, uh, and we'll please, yeah, join talk us. Talk to you soon. Yeah, join us uh, next Tuesday night when we go into our bipolar uh, aspects here of our, <laughs> of our alternative news and views. So uh, join us tomorrow next week. And good night, folks. Good night, everybody. Yeah.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.